Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Well, a busy day today, too. We're going to skip all the, uh, the, you know, the things that we normally do. That we, no, the Vegas lead today, the NFL schedule. Come on. Trust me, though, I'm going in on James Harden. You, you don't have to worry. I, and yeah, when I say I'm going in on him, I'm going to tell you some numbers. You're going to sign him to a max contract? I, We'll discuss. We'll discuss who would do such a thing. But let's let's make the NFL the uh, the Vegas lead here. The schedule released, and obviously, since we have Steve Fezzik here, NFL betting extraordinaire, that's the place to start. And uh, let's start with this. As a pro better, how do you look to attack the board once it's released? We talked a little bit about this yesterday. Did you end up making more week one bets than anything else? How, how did you approach the schedule release? Well, I wound up making more bets on games of the year, which were put up at DraftKings and some other shops, just because of volume. Those so had many, already been out. So yeah. many more games. They weren't out because we didn't know who was playing. Oh, okay. So DraftKings started dropping all the games week two, three, four, five. And so I started going through them and making wagers on that. And so there's so many more games. I'm going to bet more of those. But I did make week one wagers. I've got some wagers I made, some wagers I missed. I'm going to pull back the curtain here. People are going to get angry. I'm going to say something that's going to get people very angry. Don't do it. Winning at gambling is easy. It really is. 
Winning against widely available numbers that have been bet into place is difficult. There's a complete difference. Have been sculpted. Exactly. So why is it so much easier to win when the numbers first come out? Because it's my opinion against the bookies. And and this is going to shock a lot of people. Almost all the pro bettors I know have little to no respect for the vast majority of the bookmakers. That's why they're bookmakers. That's why they don't bet for a living. What they do respect is the market and where how the market shapes these lines. Exactly right. So, it is it's like a scavenger hunt oftentimes that you're looking to identify the biggest mistakes that get put up. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about one game in particular, the Saints at the Falcons. It's not like we we all belong to a union, every sharp better, all right? Where we all, you know, pay our union dues and meet and we all come to consensus. But there is consensus here in that the Saints are a buy-on team that is absolutely going for it this year and we saw that today by acquiring a wide receiver, Jarvis Landry. Already got the honey badger, traded up in the draft mm-hmm. to get another playmaker and get Alave. So and I, I think important to note about the Saints is, you know, the 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 only real big change for them is head coach, which I do think is a big deal. But a lot of people forget how good this team was with Jameis Winston at quarterback this, at the beginning of the Five season. Five and last two, year. seven games, and then Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill took over. Shouldn't Trevor Simeon be like chucking the ball in the USFL alongside a Sloter and all those other? Yes, he's a, Trey, Trevor Simeon should be Shea Patterson right now. Exactly. In Michigan, you know what? Um, it was Shea Patterson's a, it's a backup. <laughs> Paxton Lynch is better, and he's hurt. So maybe maybe the Michigan Panthers can trade for Wolf. for Simeon. The point I'm making is that so the odds makers made a mistake, a bad mistake. Um, an egregious mistake. They opened this line three, the Saints at the Falcons, and it should be much higher than three. So there's a scramble. I got down some minus three. My buddy, the hitman, got down minus three. Let me illustrate how easy it is to, to win gambling. McKenzie, if I offered you, you can go ahead and have the New Orleans Saints week one minus three, but I'm going to say you got to lay minus a dollar twenty. You want that bet? Definitely. It's way worth way more than a half. That half point's worth a lot, worth way more than the twenty cents you're, you're charging me. And and it's currently minus four. The number's just going to keep going higher. So here's you think it closes five? I think I'm a bold prediction. That line closes six. Oh, All right. Okay. So I'm going to still recommend a minus four. But here's where I'm going. Right now, I bet minus three, lay a dollar ten. I could immediately turn right around and earn ten cents off of, off of it. And I bet I think it was thirty three hundred to win three thousand. I could sell my ticket to McKenzie for thirty six hundred. And just pocket the three hundred dollars, no risk. You and know. you've won. And I've won. I don't want to do that because it's not enough profit. Because the bet's too good to do that. The bet, to, it only gets better from here. It only gets better from here, and that really shows. You know, the pros love betting against openers. And you know, former friend of the show, you know, Brad Powers, still friend of the show, um, is like the king of this. He he bets these college football oh, yeah. openers at Circa. And if you've never seen Brad like tweet it out, it's like, yeah, I laid nine and a half with Ohio State against Notre Dame, and it closes fourteen. He yeah. destroys. The opening numbers against the bookmaker that, frankly, I'll say it, they're going to get mad at me. I love Circus Sports. Brad Powers is better than any bookmaker at Circus Sports. That's not a indictment of Circa, who does a fantastic job. It just shows how good the professional better is at setting his lines. How much would a guy like Brad be worth to Circa? Or even you to like an NFL guy, like a hitman to like, how much would they be valued by a book? That is a tremendous question. And again, I'm going to alienate some people. I don't care. Okay. Brad Powers wouldn't be worth that much to circuit because they already have a team of excellent, excellent handicappers that every now and then make a slight mistake. So he'd be valuable. 
he were, were a Brad Powers or a Steve Fezzik or a Hitman, we literally, if you put us in charge of the setting the lines at places like uh, DraftKings or FanDuel or Barstool and a place like that, multi-millions. But chances multi-millions. are good. And, 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 and people are like, you're just blowing smoke. So I'll take myself out of the equation. If anyone out there is listening and they don't care what I say, literally, he, uh, Hitman would make any of these organizations $10 million. But I mean, are most of these organizations are they basing their lines on what circa posts anyway like how many how many real originators are there out oh draftkings absolutely okay. originates draftkings puts up their own lines they have their own risk management team and they do the best they can and like i said and, they, and a hitman would make them 10 million dollars okay so let's look at that new orleans bet is is an example here how far does it move before the value is sucked out? And, and obviously, what we're telling the, the lesson here is you've got to bet early. If you're betting against the NFL on Sunday morning before kickoff, you're not going to win long term. We, we've talked about that before. It's almost impossible. Because we talk about the way, to, how do you win? You get CLV, closing line value. But, well, by definition, if I'm betting against the closing number, I'm not going to get any CLV. There won't be any closing line value because that is the closing line I'm betting. So from the open, when when a a line opens three, what should the number be in that game in your mind? Six. Okay, and you think it's going to end up being six. The market will eventually shape it to its appropriate number. Yeah, so it's still a good bet, minus four. And this would be very rare for me to say, like week eight, that there'd be a line that opened three, went to four. I'd say it's still good, minus four. It's still good to go ahead and lay four. But, But think about it. Once it goes above four, now it's game's not going to land five. That's a dead number. Sure. So we're we're talking about it's getting more and more marginal by the day. Once there, it, there are Saints three and a halfs out there. Would you recommend listeners bet it right now? DraftKings and Westgate has three and a half. Yes, Max bet it, and I'm extremely confident you'll be happy you did. So so what now with you, with you as a person who has three in pocket, when it gets to six, the appropriate number, is that the time to buy back a little bit? It all depends. Because what will happen is that it could become a steamerama, a good story game. Oh, Atlanta's tanking this year. You'll hear the stories. They're horrible. Mariota won't even be used to running the offense, and uh, and Winston's back. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes to six to six and a half that you've got a book that's gotten one side liability. Because again, I don't respect the bookmakers. They should be. They should have had this game higher, and. They won't. They'll just follow the market all the way along, and then they'll pull up their computer printouts like, oh, my God, we're, we're, we're one side on this game by 50000 we got to get us some Atlanta money, and then they might go to seven, and then, boom, I'll be more than happy to bet Atlanta plus seven. Now, Tampa-Dallas week one, a number mm. you missed out on. I blame you. Why? Because we were doing our radio show together. No, uh, I blame RJ. Yeah, if RJ would have worked yesterday. If you, RJ you, would have been here, I would have been in prime primo position to grab Dallas plus three. And that really is the number. Three is so important. About 10% of the time in the NFL, a team favored by three wins by exactly three. And Dallas open plus three against Tampa Bay, which was a fine wager. Even though I don't even like Dallas this year in general, and I like them under 10 and a half mm-hmm. wins. But you can't be giving the Cowboys plus three at home against Tom Brady and Tampa. But you know what? Plus two and a half is not plus three. At plus two and a half, I got to show discipline because I make the game roughly Tampa by two to two and a half. So there's no value anymore. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, under normal circumstances, okay, a team that you would have, you, you like at three, you would have loved Dallas, but now you've, you've got two and a half. You'd think, oh, n- normal circumstances, you're saying 
that's a teaser leg. But in week one, tell me why it's not a teaser leg. Yeah, so these are Wong teasers, and I'm friends with Stanford Wong. I used to work with him. That um, He didn't invent the teasers, but he's the one that really popularized them, uh, wrote his book, um, Sharp Sports Betting. You can get a copy by Stanford Wong, and he'll explain how teasing through the corridor of three through seven is so powerful. So you tease a favorite from minus eight down to minus two. Or you tease an underdog, a plus two, up to plus eight, getting those juicy numbers, three, four, six, seven, that land so often. However... And in this example, the Cowboys would go from two and a half to eight and a half, which is is a a great example. Right, and you need something to tease it with, so you look through the board, maybe you land on the Vikings, for instance, plus two against Who we'll discuss a little bit later. We'll get to, up to plus eight, um, you know, for the second leg of the teaser. But the one caution I have is, we're really not sure how good these teams are week one. All right, there's a lot of uncertainty. And with that uncertainty, with teasers, we don't want uncertainty. We want to be rock solid. We know how good teams are because we want games to land close on the number or close to the number. When that happens, we win our teaser. When there's maybe Tampa Bay is a lot worse than we thought. Maybe all of a sudden Tom Brady got old. He's 85 <laughs> starts he starts playing like the snake did for you know for um, for the Raiders when he turned 39. Probably not because Tom Brady you know doesn't have the same lifestyle. No. But you need. You you hear where I'm going. The, the higher variability of week one makes teasers a little more fraught with danger. And does that inherently make money line on, a, let's say, a, a Dallas that's a two-and-a-half-point home dog they have some value because there are people who will say, "Well, since I'm, not, you know, the Tampa minus three, uh, I'll just play Tampa money line." And and you would say week one, that's a bad bet versus taking a a, a small underdog week one on the money line may have more value. Yeah. So in general, very early in the season when we're really not sure how good all the teams are. I don't want to bet plus two or two and a half. I'd much rather have like plus one twenty, the team to win the game. Fast forward into the playoffs, and I get and I got a, a similar situation. Well, teams win by one or two all the time that are favored by two and a half in the playoffs. I'd much rather in that situation give me the plus two and a half, and maybe if I, I like the favorite, I might look to the money line. And just like you, you don't like the early, you don't like the minus one forty five on the money line because again, we don't really know yet. We don't, and then it. it Come week eight, we could look back on on some of these games and say, "Wow, you know, can you believe that?" Um, you look at the Buffalo and the Rams; so it'll be clear cut by week eight. We'll go, go back and say that game went to pick them. Right. One of these teams clearly should be favored. It's just not clear yet which one. So yesterday, if you heard the program, you heard us kind of previewing when the schedule would come out and how we were looking for teams that were making major changes on the offensive side of the ball, either lost a key a key part on the offensive side have a new quarterback, uh, have a new offensive play caller, coach. And we came up with 12 teams, Packers, Chiefs, Broncos, Browns, Titans, Colts, Cardinals, Saints, Commanders, Steelers, Seahawks, Falcons we came up with. Forget these commanders. We're calling them Washington. Okay. Or you can even call them Redskins. I still like to say the football team. I, like it, yeah, I, 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 I think that should have stuck. But... You said today one thing that we are also looking for in week one in pre-production, because I was saying, let's find one of these teams we talked about fading. And you said another thing to consider week one is you want dogs week one. And McKenzie, what's the stat on week one underdogs? Last 150 games since 2010. All you did was bet week one underdogs, you'd be hitting 53.5%. That's pretty good. Yeah, good enough to win, in fact, because if you even if you're paying the full VIG, laying minus 110, there are some places that um, have reduced VIG. You can you know 
query and look for those. But even at minus 110, 52.4% uh, will get you to break even. So think about this. If you did nothing but it's week one and just play every underdog the past 12 years, you've won. It's been that simple. It kind of makes sense. Where are some of the biggest square money that's going to be bet in the NFL? Week one, um, be, people are going to bet on the favorites. And two, we're really not certain how good all these teams are. And with that uncertainty, inevitably, there's going to be some teams that we think are very good that aren't very good at all. And then they're not going to cover when they're laying their six and a half week one. So when we dug through the teams and taking into account those teams that we mentioned, and we tried to find one that was in that position and one that wasn't playing another team in that position. So, for instance, the Saints and Falcons playing each other. Saints uh, with the brand new coach, and we are concerned about that. Yeah, so we crossed them off the board. Um, you know, Denver and Seattle, both new quarterbacks, but they're playing each other. So we crossed that off the board. The one we landed on, one of the teams that we were looking to fade week one, the Green Bay Packers. They're on the road, they're favorites on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, we like the Vikings plus two. A lot has been made about Kansas City losing their playmaker, but Green Bay obviously losing their number one wide receiver. How long is it going to take them to adjust to life after that? And you could make the case, well, Minnesota's had a coaching change, but you know what? We're not too worried about that. We think that the um, the team had basically checked out of the uh, the Zimmer uh, disciplinarian um, being a little bit too hard on his team and that uh, that coaching change isn't going to hurt Minnesota. So we're with the stability, with the playmakers for the Vikings, we like the Vikings plus two. All right, so there you go. There's some, some tips on betting the NFL schedule. Bet it early. Don't wait. Don't wait till Sunday morning of week one to try to make these bets. It's too late. The value will be gone. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You know what was not glowing? The performance by James Harden last night. And this isn't new. This is not a, a new thing for James Harden to struggle in these key moments in playoff series. And last night was a a glowing example of James Harden's failures in the playoffs. I had a take on Houston radio, which was very, very unpopular at the time. I think it would probably be very popular today. But in in a time machine. But if we rewound back to 2014, I said James Harden will never be a champion if he's the best player on his team. Never. And people didn't like it. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, James had just shown up in Houston. He was clearly becoming like a a, a big time scorer. He was he was no longer a sixth man. He was turning into a superstar. And I said, if this guy is your best player. You are not going to win a championship. A, I would argue James Harden's days as being the best player on his team are done. I think when he left Houston, that was pretty much the end of it. Went to, went to Brooklyn, was not the best player on the Nets. And then he goes to Philadelphia. He's clearly not the best player on the 76ers. Last night, as bad as James Harden was on offense and I'm here to tell you he was not good James Harden last night 11 points in the game didn't shoot much why McKenzie remind me why did Ben Simmons get run out of Philly after the playoffs last year why why was everybody so mad at Ben Simmons last year he had a wide open dunk with Trey Young on him and he decided to pass it out for greener pastures on the wing he didn't like to shoot and all of a sudden you say you know what let's go get one of the all-time chuckers in NBA history a guy who's never going to be afraid to shoot James Harden's stat line in the fourth quarter last night Zero for one. Took one shot. Missed it. Zero points. One turnover. That's the entirety of his stat line in the fourth quarter last night. In an elimination game, zero of one from the field for a guy that's... We're talking about a Supermax contract? It, it you can't it doesn't compute just and, one, just one game obviously but this oh, wait. Four, but this fourth quarter 
a thing. Uh, there's some history behind it. It's that, not right? just one game, friend. <laughs> in game four, and I remember coming on the air after game four and saying, man, James Harden may have proven me wrong. I've always said he's not a guy who can close out games. James Harden in game four of this series was five of nine, four of six from three in the fourth quarter, scored 16 points. The Sixers win. He was the hero of the day. That was the aberration. That was that, that was certainly the aberration. Here's his stat line from the fourth quarters in the other five games in this series combined. One of ten from the field. Zero for four from three, four turnovers, four points. Oh, I made a mistake there. Five turnovers, four <laughs> points. Mm. I don't want to shortchange him here. Five turnovers, four points in five games in the fourth quarter. This is not – when you pay a guy max money, you're saying you are a guy – who we can depend on to to put the team on your shoulders and win us games. That's not James. Unless it's Simmons. Well, they learned their lesson on that one, didn't they? <laughs> Will they learn their lesson here? Open question to both of you. If you if you were running an NBA franchise, is there any way in hell that you would give James Harden the kind of money he's looking at for a for the next five years, like do you do? Would you want your franchise tied to James Harden at max money for the next five years? No, because either I'm a contender and he's going to drag down because he's not worth fifty million, or I'm not a contender and I don't want to build with a thirty three year old that's that's past his prime. If I'm the Magic, yeah, he's the best player on my team. Doesn't help me get anywhere. Doesn't help me ascend to where I want to go. I agree with everything McKenzie said, and then there's the intangibles. Last I checked, James Harden did not get nominated to be Citizen of the Year either for <laughs> not, the community. Not Citizen of the Year, nor Teammate of the Year. And Joel Embiid last night had some comments on James Harden. And what's funny is Joel Embiid had a lot of really nice things to say about Jimmy Butler last night. Jimmy Butler, who was incredulous that the Sixers picked Tobias Harris over me? Game, Over me? Game time, baby. <laughs> game time. Joel Embiid said, since we got him, everybody expected the Houston James Harden. That's not who he is anymore. He's more of a playmaker. I thought at times he could have been, all of us could have been, more aggressive. And I'm not just talking about offensively. Because, by the way, I just gave you James Harden's stats on offense. I got news for you. James Harden yesterday was worse on defense than he was offense. This isn't a great number for a small sample size because it is one game. The Sixers, though, last night with James Harden on the floor were 32.3 points per 100 possessions worse defensively with him on the floor than when he was not on the floor. And that is what ultimately cost me my best bet yesterday, which was largest lead under 17 and a half. I got to tell you, I'm frustrated because I think my handicap was pretty spot on. I said, it's going to be lower scoring. It's going to be a rock fight. Why I didn't give out the under, only I know. But I said, no one's ever going to have an 18-point lead in this game. And the only way I would lose that bet is to have pretty much nothing from James Harden on offense, and absolutely nothing 
on defense, and that's what I that's got. That's what you got. So ultimately, I guarantee drinks for anyone who bet that game. You know what? NFL opening night. I will be at the Westgate right after that game ends. Rams, Buffalo, I will be buying drinks. Just show me a receipt that you lost that. You know what? I'm feeling generous. If you lost more than $100, show up. I'll buy you lunch the next day. Just, I'll be just damned. Go ahead we'll and give me a receipt Fez. that's at the Las Vegas Westgate right after the Rams game ends. Embiid said, I didn't think we were good defensively as a team. They took advantage of a lot of stuff that we tried to do defensively. And then offensively, just really everybody being on the same page, obviously only having probably, what, three or four months to all work together and try to figure it out. Maybe it wasn't a lot of time. I don't think we played our best basketball. I think that's a fair statement, Joel. I don't think that was your best basketball. And Doc Rivers, I'll be honest, cowardly statement. You know, after the game tonight, it's become clear to me we don't have enough talent to win. Wait, the yeah, Embiid's no you've, good. The, like you've no got good. the second best player in the league by He's, by MVP voting. You've got a former. You got two Hall of Famers on your team, but we just don't have the talent. Look over at Miami. Like, do they have a bunch of surefire Hall of Famers on that side? Well, they've got a hero. They do. <laughs> they do. He's a, a, a hero to Instagram models everywhere. Here's. And this is where I want to get into James's legacy, because James Harden is one of the all-time great regular season scorers. There are two active players who have scored more points per game in their career than James Harden, and that is Kevin Durant and LeBron James. No surprise. Those are the consensus two best guys of their generation. James Harden scored more points per game in the regular season than Kareem, more than Larry Bird, more than Shaquille O'Neal, more than Steph Curry. He, I, this is an elite scorer historically in the regular season. His, his stats in elimination games, they, I, like, there's, no way, there's no way around the fact that James Harden is a playoff loser. He is a he's a, a playoff hostility. And listen, it, this <laughs> this is just what it is. In the playoffs, James Harden is a crumb bum. Elimination games since 2016. One win, seven losses for James Harden. 26% from 3 in those games. turnovers per game in those games. His plus minus, minus 14.8. Basically 15 points. He's negative when he's on the floor. To be fair, if he has another elimination game and they win that game by 70 points, that will be right back to zero. Back to even, (laughs) sure. And, you know, I wouldn't... I'm I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting and seeing. Check my math on that. I think it's got to... It might be 72 points. Yes, you get the idea. So here's the here's the question. When I tell you this guy scores more points per game than Kareem, Bird, Shaq, and Curry, if he never wins a title, does it matter? What what is his legacy if he never wins a title? And at this point, if he does win a title, it's gonna be like, you know, it's gonna be somebody grabbing on for a ring late in their career. It's gonna be Gary Payton grabbing on to Shaq and Kobe and saying, please. Please get me a ring. You know who's pleased by all this? Barkley 
and the mailman Malone. They're liking this. Is is that what McKenzie? And I'll ask you: Is that what James Harden is? If he if he finishes career without a, a ring, is he? I think he's a tier below that. I mean, Charles Barkley had one of the great playoff runs in 93, went up against Michael Jordan, played a great series, and he lost. James Harden doesn't have that moment in the playoffs. As a sixth man, he had one really good series against the Spurs in 2013. But people talk about, I mean, Daryl Morey called him the greatest offensive player ever when he was at his peak. I thought that was ridiculous. But I don't think he's a top 10 scorer because you're right. Legacies are made in the playoffs. His scoring per game drops three. And his shooting drops to from 45, which is decent, to 41% in the playoffs. He's not he's he's a top 75 player. He deserves that designation. But he's closer to 75 than he is to the top tier. I just don't think that James and I I think it, the core of it, and I think Embiid's comments, this is gonna be a problem. This is gonna be a and this is why I don't think the Sixers if they've got a brain in their heads, and Daryl Morey, Mr. Uh, Mr. Genius, he's got to see the writing on the wall here. Because he was there when James ran Dwight Howard out of town. Oh, I'm confident he sees the writing on the wall. He was there when James ran Chris Paul out of town. Which, by the way, Chris Paul, whatever you think of him, whatever, and he's also a guy who's never really been able to get over the playoff hump. You're going to have a hard time finding people who say, you know what, Chris Paul wasn't a great teammate. Chris Paul didn't push me to be better. Chris Paul didn't make his teammates around him better. And and ultimately, there are circumstances and situations. And to be fair to the mailman, this is true also. He ran into Jordan twice sure. in, in in the finals. Yeah. He would have had a, a title if that wasn't the case, like Hakeem. And the, I mean, Elijah was better, but you know, you know where I'm going here. The same thing, Chris Paul has been mired in bad luck and you can you can argue he's, he hasn't been durable enough and he wears down he's yep. had injuries but there a lot of his shortcomings in the playoffs have come with asterisks that were largely not his fault. Well, listen, James even when he got Russell, he handpicked Russell Westbrook. He said this is the guy I want. Bring him in. Didn't work out. What happened? Uh, I'm forcing my way out of town. This isn't going to be good. I'm out of here. This goes to Brooklyn. A year later, I got to get out of here. I the, think about this. We've spent the entire block talking about an NBA elimination game. You have yet to even bring up uh, hardly at all who won. The Miami Heat, ninety-nine <laughs> to ninety winners. I think uh, we mentioned Jimmy Butler. They, they move on to the uh, the conference championship. <laughs> uh, but this James Harden again. If the Sixers. I, and it's a player option. James Harden would be a fool not to take this player option because he will like his his value today is as low as it's been probably since I mean maybe ever. Yes. Do we fade Miami against whoever they're facing, either Boston or Milwaukee? The idea being Miami is overvalued just because they got to play the crumb bums. You know in what the though? Round. This is why I, I'm not jumping out of my shoes to do that because Jimmy Butler. He is the opposite of James Harden. No doubt. He is a guy who, the regular season, he's a really good player. In the postseason, he's he's a demigod. Like he just he he turns it up when James Harden is like, eh, whatever. Club's open late. You know, we're gonna lose elimination games. It happens. There's always next year. Jimmy Butler, I can like I can't imagine Jimmy Butler being okay losing a game. And that's what I love about that guy. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.